everyone. This is Mary Swenson with Confidence Employees. Welcome to episode three, Interview Queen. This episode is dedicated to all things interview, whether that be for a pageant, a job interview, a scholarship interview, all things apply. And hopefully by the end of this, you'll have five pro tips on how to become an interview queen. In general, I would say that most people don't typically love interview, but one of my personal goals as a pageant coach is to get my clients to a place where they actually like and enjoy interview. They thrive off of it. It almost becomes a game. Bring it on. I can answer anything about anything. Now to get to that place of confidence, I really do believe that it requires practice and preparation. Preparation breeds confidence, and confidence is so attractive to judges, to um, potential employers, to people making selections for a scholarship, to anyone that you come in contact with. Confidence is attractive. And no, I don't necessarily mean in any sort of romantic way, but it just means that we're drawn to those people. We notice them. We look at them. We know that they have something extra special about them. So hopefully these five tips on becoming an interview queen will help you get ready for your next interview, whatever that may be. Tip number one, know yourself and know your resume. It is so important to be clear about who you are, what you stand for, what your beliefs are in order to successfully communicate that with a set of judges. Um, one way to really get to know yourself is by journaling, taking some time each night or every morning to write down your thoughts for the day. Write down any challenges you've gone through. Maybe write down some things that you're grateful for. There's also a lot of really great self-reflection journals out there. If you just Google self-reflection journal, you'll find a lot of great ones. Truly, the girls who know themselves best achieve more in pageants. And I'd venture to say that that's probably true for any type of interview. If you know yourself and you're confident in who you are, you're able to articulate that clearly. And even on a really basic level, know what you have written on your resume, um, whether that be for a job interview or a pageant interview, anything on there is free game. So expect anything on your resume to be brought up and expect to have a clear and concise answer to qualify for all of those things that you've put on there. So if moms are writing resumes for their daughters, make sure your daughter is clear on what's put on the resume. And in fact, they probably should have, they should have input into what goes on that resume. Sometimes pageants have you submit a resume in advance through an online form. And I can't tell you how many clients come to me and say, oh yeah, we filled out the resume on the online form, but that was months ago. I don't remember what I put. So if you're in that situation, please write down what you put. Please take screenshots. You need to know what you submitted for your resume. And now if you're having a resume and you're handing it in, Keep a copy for yourself, study it, make sure that you're the expert on that resume. Pageant pro tip here, if your interview is based off of your resume, which often a lot of pageants do that, I believe UNM is big on resume. In fact, I know they are. I had a princess client win best interview last year. It's pretty straightforward on how to prepare. Practice all of those questions that are listed on that resume and make sure you have something fun to share about it. Give me an example. Give me a little story. Paint the picture for me. So if your pageant is interview is based off of the resume, you really have no excuse for not having fantastic answers. 
Another pro tip is to have different people look at your resume and formulate questions for you. So maybe you pass your resume off to your mom or dad, ask them to write down three questions they have after looking at your resume. If you do that with a few people, you will be surprised at how many interesting and unique angles people can go from just by looking at your information. I'll give an example of this. One of my clients has written on her resume that her favorite food is a juicy bacon double cheeseburger. Well, I had a judge ask her one time, how do you feel about vegan burgers or meat alternative burgers? And honestly, I had never thought of that. So it's interesting getting other people's perspectives. I've got a personal story with that as well. So when I was competing for Miss Minnesota International, on my resume, it was listed that I was an MVC all-star cheerleader. So Minnesota Vikings cheerleading. I was an all-star cheerleader, which basically meant I was on dance team or cheerleading and I got good grades, yada, yada. So it was like a little award that I had won. Well, because I had that on there, a judge said to me, who's your favorite Vikings player? Now, if you know me, um, I don't know a ton about football. <laughs> yes, I cheered for high school football and was at every single game and really enjoyed it. But no, I'm not a pro and I'm certainly not a pro on who's on the Vikings. But something came out of my mouth. Thank God. God gave me a name. And I said, Randy Moss. And I turned that into something about he's not afraid to be a star and to showcase his skill sets and to rock what he's got. And that's something that I try to teach to my dancers and my students. So I got to carry it back into myself, which is another pro tip there. But I have to laugh that, well, I guess Randy Moss was my favorite Minnesota Viking. Moving on to tip number two, make it easy on the interviewer. By that, I mean, be ready to talk a lot, to give explanations for your answer. Smile at them, be warm, be outgoing, be a person that's enjoyable and easy to talk to. There's a fantastic pageant coach who has since passed. His name was Don Baker. I learned a lot from him and he has this saying that you need to be open and outward, not inward and closed. So when your body language and your voice and what you're saying is open and outward, and in my mind, confident, that's going to make you a huge success in the interview room. I know that's not always easy, but being outgoing is something that we can all learn. And I don't mind that saying, fake it till you make it. If you've got to practice being outgoing in social situations, do that. It will help you feel more confident in your interview. If you need to practice and pretend that your interviewer is your best friend and you're just having a conversation with them, do that. And that brings me to tip number three, lose the nerves. <laughs> Easier said than done, but if a girl comes into the interview room and she is not nervous, or at least doesn't appear to be nervous, wow, that just makes my job as a judge so much easier. And I feel more at ease. I feel more confident with them. So if you can lose the nerves, it's going to put you leaps and bounds above so many other people. When I do mock interviews for my clients or when I'm judging, that is one of the biggest things I notice and possibly take off points for is nervousness. I might write on their score sheet, you seem nervous, take a deep breath before you start, relax, it's just a conversation. Okay, so how do we accomplish that? Well, here's some pro tips on breaking those nerves. Breathing exercises. Do a quick Google search, you'll come up with hundreds of different breathing exercises. Bare bones basics, breathe in through the nose, breathe out through the mouth. With my younger kids, I like to say, smell the roses and blow out the candles. 
It's just a nice visual and it intentionally calms your body, calms your breath, calms your heart rate. Another one I like, and it gets your mind off of things because it's making you do something physical, is you take your pointer finger on one hand and you trace up and down the fingers of your other hand. So kind of like you're drawing a trace or an outline around your hand. Every time you go up a finger, you breathe in. Every time you go down a finger, you breathe out. Another pro tip is by using positive affirmations or positive self-affirmations. Basically, you're saying something in your head or out loud or you're writing it down, something good about yourself, something that you want to feel, something that you want to feel when this interview is over maybe. One that I like to use with my clients of all ages is, I am smart, well-spoken, and have a winning interview. And you'd repeat that to yourself as kind of a calming tool or technique before you're going into that interview room. So again, either in your head, write it down or out loud. I am smart, well-spoken, and have a winning interview. Sometimes we have to remind ourselves who we are and hey, we got this. Funny personal story here. So sometimes if I go on a date, I'm nervous. I mean, just human nature. Yes, I do interviewing for a living and I'm paid to train other people in interviews, but somehow the whole first date thing still gets my nerves going. Well, one thing I've been known to do is play really woman empowering music on the drive. So this song is only for the adults, but Kesha has a great song called Woman. I would just listen to it on repeat and pump myself up and be like, hey, Mary, you got this girl. Tip number four, body language. Be aware of the messages that your body is sending. How does your posture look? For pageant girls especially, we need that tall posture, um, elongating the neck, elongating the back, chin up, almost as if you are wearing an invisible crown. You should be sitting towards the edge of the seat, knees together, ankles crossed, arms should be relaxed on your lap, your arms should not be crossed. Um, again, it's with that whole open and outward appearance. We don't want to be inward and closed. Also be mindful of your gestures if you're doing too many or not enough. Personally, I, I love talking with my hands, but you got to keep it under control and you don't want your gestures to get to a point where it is distracting. Another tip for pageant girls, and I, I would say this applies to anyone. I don't like putting hands on the table, certainly not elbows on the table. Now a judge might, especially if they're writing things down and have a score sheet in front of them, but you, the pageant girl, are you being interviewed? I'd say, keep your hands in your lap. Don't put them on the table. And last but not least, Final tip number five, stop trying so hard. You've got to walk into any interview knowing that that company or that pageant organization would be lucky to have you. I don't want you to walk into interview thinking, I hope they like me. No, you need to walk in thinking, of course they like me. Of course I'd be a great asset to this team or to this pageant. Of course this is going to be an amazing interview. And of course I'm going to do fantastic. There's a lot of power in the mindset that you put out there for yourself. And if you go in with the intention to express, not impress, that's definitely going to bode a lot better for you. Pageant pro tip, I suggest going into your interview as if you already are that queen. So maybe you're going to a national pageant. Walk into the interview as if you already are that national queen and they just want to get to know you a little bit more. I find that mindset flip has helped me immensely. So walk into your next interview as if you already have that job. Now they just want to learn more about you. You've already won your national title. Now they just want to get to know their awesome national queen. 
I talk all the time about how confidence is attractive. Well, I think the opposite of that is very unattractive. Desperation is not attractive. We don't ever want to enter an interview desperate to have a title or desperate to have a job. That confidence is going to do so much better for you. So know that you are 100%, you are worthy, you're amazing without the job, uh, without the pageant title because desperation doesn't look good on anybody. Pro tip, I like my girls to exude calm confidence. I'll use one of my successful clients as an example. Her name is Shelby, and she's won a NAM title four times. She is a great embodiment of calm confidence. She knows what she wants to say, and she says it to you, um, taking her time with a smile on her face with no rush. She's sure of herself, and she always exudes just a calm, confident, queenly energy. Moving into our sister shout outs. First off, I wanted to explain where this came from. Well, of course, you guys all know I'm all about women empowering women, but the whole phrase of sister, if you know me, I just call people sisters sometimes like, hey, sister, we got to get this together. Our sister. Oh, my gosh. And I'm pretty sure that I got the phrase sister from Julie K. Stalkup. So Julie K. is going to be my first sister shout out of the day. Julie Kay is a leader for dance educators and women in general throughout not only the country, but internationally. She has the most uplifting spirit and incredible energy that I've ever been a witness to. She came and did some training at Woodbury Dance Center where I teach dance at. And I mean, I've been changed as a person and as a teacher ever since. So shout out to her. And she's always been extremely supportive of me, whether that be um, in the dance world or the pageant world. And that woman just leaves a positive mark on everyone that she has an experience with. So thank you for all that you've taught me and continue to teach and inspire women around the world. These next two sister shout outs are dedicated to a couple of my clients that have kick butt interviews. One of my highest compliments that I can give to you if you're my client is that I would put you in to interview for myself. So my pinch hitter interview girls. One of them is Shelby Haneke. I mentioned her before. She's got an incredible interview and I would trust that girl to go and interview on my behalf. And Olivia Zerbanowitz, which shout out to her. She just got first runner up at NAM New York Junior Teen. She is an incredible girl. Uh, my judges and I always try to stump her and it's darn near impossible. She's my go-to. Uh, she would be a go-to pinch hitter interviewer for me if that opportunity ever came up. And I know those girls are going to nail any job opportunity, any job interview that they're given. And a final sister shout out goes to Valerie Hayes. So she is a staple in the pageant community. And I know that she does coaching and training and consulting for other things as well. But when I started my pageant journey, she had what was called pageant talk radio. And I would put pageant talk radio on and I would do my workouts in the morning. And it really motivated me and got me into the whole pageant world. So her pageant talk radio is kind of now what I'm doing with my podcast. So she was a huge inspiration for that. And she is also a great inspiration for women empowering one another and women supporting one another. She's always been very vocally supportive on my social media pages and it made me feel great. It makes me feel great because to me, she's a celebrity and she's just a master and pro in this craft. Leaving you all today with our quotable quotes. I've got two today. Number one, confidence is not, they will like me. Confidence is, I'll be fine if they don't. 
that quote just rings true to everything I was talking about with that whole mindset flip going into an interview. It doesn't matter if they like you. You like yourself. And number two, the one thing that you have that nobody else has is you. Your voice, your mind, your story, your vision. And that one's accredited to Neil Gaiman. That's all you've got and that's your biggest asset, you. Nobody can be a better version of you than you. Thank you again so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you feel so inclined, I would love for you to subscribe, leave a review, um, recommend this to your friends, share it on your social media. It means so much to me and it really helps the audience to keep growing. Oh, and by the way, my plan is to release my podcast bi-weekly on Sundays. So every other Sunday, hope you can look forward to the Confidence and Poise podcast. If you listen to episode one, you know that I learned this from TikTok, but I think it's a great way to close the show and a great way to uh, think about the rest of your day and have a positive mindset. Thank you for listening, and I can't wait to see how this day gets better.